Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on June, Tuesday, June 13th. And welcome to our commentary. How do you describe what we just saw today down in Miami? You know, with President Trump or former President Trump going down there to the courthouse. Um, we didn't see too much of him. At least I didn't. I watched it a little bit. I saw the car, you know, the, the line of cars. And then when they got there, when they left, I don't remember actually seeing him uh, in any of the images. But nevertheless, what a how do you describe it? I mean, what an amazing historic date, but not, in my opinion, a historic day for the good reason. I mean, I guess you can make history for a lot of reasons, but this is not a good day for the United States. I mean, an absolutely terrible day for the United States. Um, I mean, I, I just don't know how to describe it. I was listening to Senator Marco Rubio for a little bit, and I think he spoke for a lot of people who said this is not good uh, for the country. What happens now, of course, is uh, eventually they're going to have a trial, and we'll go from here. We'll go from here. Uh, there's also some very big news about the current president, Biden. He's got a document problem, too, although... Nobody knows what's going on with that uh, investigation. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on with that investigation. And then, then there's the ongoing Hunter Biden thing that, you know, just seems to go on and on and on and on and on forever. As I've said before, I don't think the issue is Hunter Biden, who's obviously a man with a lot of problems, uh, problems that we can sympathize with, his drug addiction and other problems that he has, not defending the guy, but I mean, look, uh, we have a problem in our society with addictions, and Hunter Biden, of course, uh, has fallen prey to that. But the issue is not Hunter Biden. It's never been. It's never been about Hunter Biden. The issue is potential connection between Hunter Biden and his father. I mean, the idea that so many members of the Biden family have accumulated all this money when the Biden family has not, not done anything, I mean, the, to the best of my knowledge, they... Having, they don't have a company that sells or produces anything. The only thing they have is a guy named Joe Biden, who obviously has been a magnet for, you know, a lot of, uh, apparently a lot of money over the years. And, you know, I, I think the American people are entitled to know what's going on. And, you know, they've been, unfortunately, this FBI thing with Hunter Biden, this investigation of Hunter Biden, been going on too long. I like to see it clarified one way or the other and get it over with because it's it, uh, it, it bad for the country to see all these investigations of Donald Trump going on. They're so quick when it comes to Donald Trump. They're very quick, but they're not that quick when it comes to uh, 
till it comes to the Biden family. But I, look, I, I think the, the bottom line in all of this is, as I've said many times with uh, this, this thing with the indictment, the bottom line is that you can believe that Donald Trump made some mistakes in the way he handled the documents and at the same time believe that the indictment is a travesty. So you can believe those two things, which is what I believe. I think this indictment is the worst possible option that there could have been. You know, I've got a post over at the American Thinker today uh, lamenting the fact that we've crossed a very bad line. We did it when we went into President uh, Trump's home last August, the FBI raid, or not, I guess, raid is too strong of a word because they did have a warrant. But let's say the, the trip to his house, whatever you call it, I, it's not technically a raid, I guess, because a raid uh, means or could mean something else. But he, they did have a warrant to go into his house, so it was legal uh, for the FBI to do it. But they went into his house, and back then I said, this is a big mistake. We've crossed a bad line here. We've never done this before. And now I think we've crossed an even bigger line, which is to indict a former president, who, by the way, is the leading candidate, who may be running against the guy sitting in the White House. I mean, this is a very bad idea to do, uh, to do something like this. And when I say a bad idea, I'm not, again, defending everything that President Trump did. He made some mistakes. I should be honest about that. But my goodness, the, the, the idea that you're going to put uh, Donald Trump in jail for 300 years over documents, I mean, 300 years is what all those charges would amount to. The, the idea that you're going to do that, but then nothing happened to Hillary Clinton when she had a very serious problem with documents. I mean, a very serious problem with documents. I mean, this is what I think is tearing up the country. This sense that, you know, these guys get tried. These guys do not. And I think that's what's tearing up the country. That sense that justice is not even is what's tearing up uh, the country. And frankly, it's not going to get any better. Now, I could be wrong about one thing, and I hope I am. Uh, I mean, what, what if uh, they come up next week and they indict uh, President Biden for documents? Again, I mean, let's be, let's be fair about it. They could do that. But that's about what they're going to have to do. I mean, I think at this point, we've reached the point where if they're going to indict President Trump for documents, then they're going to have to do the same thing to President Biden. And they're going to have to bring him to a trial just the same way. But is this good for the country? That's the question. Is this good for the country? And the answer is no. It would have been a heck of a lot better if the attorney general had instructed the two special counsels, the one working on Trump and the one working on on, 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 Hunt, on, on President Biden's documents, would have instructed them, look, I don't want an indictment here. What I want is reports enumerating the mistakes that were made so we can go to Congress and have Congress maybe uh, change or update or improve the 1978 law about these documents, the famous Presidential Records Act of 1978. I think that would have made a heck of a lot more sense. But the indictment just blows up the whole thing. It makes it political. It stinks. And now we have a country that was more divided today than it was five minutes uh, before the indictment. This is a horrible day for the United States. I, I don't know how else to say it. This is just a horrible day. This is something, you know, I never see in the United States. This is something I never thought I would see, something like this in the United States. I, I just never thought that I would see something like this in the, in the United States, this kind of banana republic 
approach to governing. I, I just, it just makes me sick to think that this is what they've done to the United States. This is what Trump derangement syndrome has done to the United States. These people who are just obsessed with Trump, they can't live without him for two minutes. They have to be talking, destroying him. And this is what they've done. But I think in the long run, it's going to hurt them. I really do. I think in the long run, it's going to be hurting them because now the expectations are so high for Hunt, for, for Joe Biden. I mean, President, they're, they're going to have to come out and pretty much do something similar with Hunter, with uh, not Hunter, with President Biden and his documents. I have no idea what they're going to do with Hunter Biden. I wish they would make up their minds uh, and, and finish that. But President Biden does have a document problem. And let's see what they do. But the country is expecting them to treat President Biden at least equally to uh, to President Trump. What a mess. What a mess they've put the country in just because they hate Trump. That's it. Trump derangement syndrome. These people just hate Trump. And that's uh, that's what uh, that's what they're uh, that's what they're doing. It's just fascinating. Read, by the way, my American Thinker post is over at the American Thinker. I also posted here on my blog and read it, read it, because I'm talking about what happens to the country and what could potentially happen to the United States now that we've crossed this line. What happens if a future Republican president decides to go after an out and, you know, a uh, ex Democrat president? What happens if that happens? Well, we've crossed the line. It could happen. I'm not saying it should, but that's what happens when you cross uh, this line. I've got uh, coming out Wednesday morning about what is happening in the country with respect to all this trance and movement and, and so on. There's a new Gallup poll that came out showing that more and more Americans are saying no to boys competing with girls. In other words, Americans in good numbers understand that boys and girls are different. You know, there was a time when everybody knew that, I guess, but now we have to take polls to confirm it. But anyway, Americans believe that boys and girls are different and should not be competing in the same level of sport or swimming or whatever, whatever the sport is. And more and more Americans are saying no. There's like 20 states that have already passed legislation saying you cannot do that. You can only play in the sport of your gender of birth. So I think we're making improvement on this. And maybe the reason we're making improvement on this issue, or at least moving in the right direction, it's because Americans got to see what just happened at the White House a couple of days ago, where you had a pride day, and it ended up being a collection of some of the strangest people. You had, you know, naked people. You had, uh, I mean, I'm not even going to describe it. You got to look at the pictures. But it was, it was embarrassing to think that the White House, the place, the house of the president, the house, I guess, that... Uh, presents the United States to the world. The White House turned into a, I mean, an X-rated movie. Uh, that's what the White House looked like on the gardens celebrating pride. And then, of course, you had the issue of the flag. And we talked to, uh, to George Rodriguez and to Bill Katz about, about that issue um, in the last, uh, in the last uh, couple of videos. One quick thing on this day in history. Martha Washington was born on this day in 1831. She was, of course, George Washington's wife. And they didn't have any children. Uh, she already had two. She was a widow when she met uh, Washington and they married. So they never had children. Uh, Washington 
and Martha. She passed away in 1803, which is four years after uh, President Washington passed away. And of course, if you want to know the Washington story, you got to go see their home at Mount Vernon in Virginia. It's a great place to go. There's a lot of history there. And uh, Martha Washington was Obviously, when, when we think of the first ladies today, they're so different than they used to be back then. But by all accounts, she was a great woman, supportive of her husband, George, who obviously had to spend a lot of time doing his patriotic duty. And uh, she was a good woman, a good woman. So we remember today the first lady, the first first lady, the first of all the first ladies. And that's Martha Washington, born on this day in 1831 and passed away in 18... No. 1731, excuse me, 1731, and passed away in 1803. Thank you for listening. Thank you for catching on today with us. Talk to you later. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas.